Matthew Parent across our university city and South Cambridgeshire. Cambridge 105 Radio. Now, a new play at the ADC Theatre in Cambridge this week tells the story of a maths genius from the 17th century who assisted Sir Isaac Newton in his discoveries about the universe. Horrocks, a forgotten Cambridge hero, recounts the life of Jeremiah Horrocks, who was the first person to predict the transit of Venus and measure the distance from the Earth to the Sun. It's part of the Cambridge Festival and writer of the play, David Sears, joins me now to tell us more. So why has history largely ignored Jeremiah Horrocks? It's a very sad story. It's mainly because he was never acknowledged in his lifetime. So he never published any works in his lifetime. But the things that he did, the discoveries he made, the ones that you talked about, figuring out how far we are away from the sun, they're actually incredibly important in the history of science and indeed also in religion as well. So his papers, they were lost. Some were burnt in the Great Fire of London. Some were stolen, actually, from his house in Liverpool and Toxteth by um, cavaliers during the Civil War. So all of the things that would have been a paper trail to lead to the things that he'd done in his life, and sadly he died very young as well, just were dispersed. And it took his friends over 30 years later to rescue all that work and bring it back uh, so that Isaac Newton could look at it and and really get some great grounding for his work on gravity. And you said he, he died young, but it's, it's even more outstanding that he, he made all these discoveries at such a tender age. Yeah, it's, it's like he came down from Tox death he walked in fact to cambridge it took him nearly a week to get here it was he was quite you know he was a good family but they didn't pay for him to be one of the rich students at cambridge at the time uh, so he walked here in 1632 uh, and never got a degree he was only 14 or 15 we're not sure because we never know we don't actually know when he was born but what we do know he what he left this very precious document called venus in sol visa which was his record of measuring the transit of Venus in 1639 and he was the only person to predict it even the people, the great astronomers like Kepler who'd done all the maths for it had actually not predicted that would happen. So when did you learn about all this and, and, and when did you think actually this could could work as a play? Well I'd, I'd been thinking about it for about 10 years believe it or not because the last transit of Venus and you might think well it's Venus in front of the sun it must happen quite a lot but actually it doesn't they happen once every 125 years in pairs. So the last one was 2012 and I saw all these amazing NASA photographs of the Sun from their newest telescopes and the Hubble telescope at the time showing the transit of this planet across the Sun and it's been something that astronomers have looked at every time it's happened 125 years down the line and it was just amazing and then I saw this footnote about this unknown kid really a kid who came to Cambridge or as an astronomer already, um, ready to really think about the discovery uh, of this amazing transit and also figure out how far we are away from the sun. So how long has it taken to actually write the play and then pull it all together? Well, it, it, the research took quite a long time because obviously there was a lot of uh, information about other astronomers but not much about him. So it was really quite painstaking to do that. And then finally, when lockdown came, I had no more excuse 
pieces and I had to sit down and, and write the play uh, and uh, then it came through and, and fortunately um, the wonderful people at Corkscrew Theatre, a local theatre company here, um, said wow what a story and, and we'll take it to the stage and then we talked to the Cambridge Festival of course uh, and they were really enthusiastic about it because obviously they've got a science theme but the other thing to say is it's, it's also a comedy He's a funny boy, right? When you read his his work, he 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 takes uh, great pleasure in in uh, sort of deriding the other astronomers who've made mistakes, and he does so with comedy and laughs and jokes. So his character is just one of those amazing once in a hundred years individuals, and it was just it was that really the charm of that character and that boy, which hopefully you'll see on stage, that really brought me to this play. So, so you've made it into quite a, a light, entertaining evening, even though it's, it's you know, this is big stuff, isn't it? Big it in, is. intellectual stuff we're talking about. Yeah, and it's, you know, his character serves that purpose because, as I said, he's got this kind of comedy streak to him anyway, and he writes poems as well, believe it or not. You know, in that time, astronomers not only celebrated um, what was going on in the sky, they also wrote verses afterwards to say how great they were and what they'd achieved in their lifetimes. So he really was a funny character, and it's great to sort of bring that alive, and it helps the audience understand the science as much as anything else if they can see such a lively individual describing what's going on. Um, and it's a tragic comedy, though. Um, he was dead by the time he was 22, so hopefully not a spoiler for anybody. I think they could probably see that one coming. Um, but that's such a short period of time to have achieved so much. So we've got tragedy and comedy. People were laughing last night in a good way, which was always a relief when you've written it. Uh, and then also at the end, there were a few tears. Oh, okay. Um, when you were writing it, though, were, were you worried about getting all the historical details right? Well, I was because it's actually at the time I was writing it. Um, we're obviously Trump was president in the United States, and people were talking about a world where there were alternative facts. And I personally did not believe that there were alternative facts. And this kind of discovery, in fact, is quite the antithesis of that kind of statement. So I wanted to make sure that everything that's in the play actually happened or at least I could be very clear that it had happened and that the character of the of all of the uh, people in the play were well represented based on what we know about them and what they do and then I talked to Emmanuel where um, uh, Horrocks actually went to study uh, and they were kind enough to support the play as well uh, and we actually went and rehearsed in one of the play one of the halls in Emmanuel where one of the scenes actually takes place which was quite special for the actors and everybody involved. Yeah, it must have been. And and what about audiences? What kind of audiences do you see coming to this? You said you had a good opening night last night. Um, I noticed it, it's um, suitable for 12 years and upwards. Yes. Who, who are you hoping to attract to it? Well, anyone who's curious or interested in this little piece of history and this amazing guy but really it's hopefully just funny right you can come along have a laugh get to learn a little bit more about it and see this story of this genius that really we haven't celebrated enough. You know, he should be as famous as Galileo, he should be as famous as Kepler or Copernicus and he's been largely forgotten. Um, so, you know, you see lots of stories on stage and in film that are repeated again and again. Come and see a new one about uh, a great genius that we've all forgotten about.
Sounds good. So it's called Horrocks, a forgotten Cambridge hero. It's running all this week at the ADC Theatre and you've got a, a matinee on Saturday. Haven't you? Yeah, oh. matinee at 2.30 on Saturday, 7.45 tonight and through to Saturday night. Fantastic. Well, David, thanks very much for joining us and telling us about the play and good luck with the rest of the week. Thank you so much.